0: To Let's Talk About. I'm your host, Jackie, and this is my co-host, Crystal. Welcome or welcome back to Let's talk about it. I am your host, Miss Jackie Teal, and I'm with my co-host, Miss Crystal Ross. I had to re-record a couple of segments because I had a lot of feedback going on because today we have a special guest, which is my son, Jatavium Simmons, and I will introduce him to you guys a little bit later in the podcast. So um, let's jump right in. Today's topic is... If a broken heart brings you closer to God, then thank God for the broken heart. This is such a good topic of discussion for this week's podcast. I know we all have had our hearts broken before. Some of us many times over and over again. But have you ever thanked God for the broken heart? Psalms 30 and 2 says, "O oh Lord, my God, I cry to you for help and you have healed me. Philippians 4 and 13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. When we turn to Jesus Christ, we are able to do things we never dreamed were possible or survive things we wish we never had to face. What is a broken heart? A state of extreme grief or depression. The most obvious cause is the death of a loved one. Divorce, sometimes called the death that never ends, is another. The sudden ending of other deep long-term relationships also causes heartbreaks. A broken heart could also involve abandonment or betrayal by someone on whom you depended. Every broken heart means some measure of loss. It might have appeared to you or someone very close to you, but whatever the case is, life has changed. Your normal has changed forever. Okay, so my two cents, you guys. Yes, I have had a broken heart more than once, but God healed my heart and put me back together again. God took me out of a toxic marriage of 24 years. I felt like I had lost years of my life that I couldn't get back. That was a lot for me. Not only was it heartache, but it was betrayal and embarrassment. I knew it would take some time, but I also knew that God would heal me and he did just that. Oh my God.
1: Um oh, you said so much, Nate. <laughs> 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 yes, um, I mean we all have uh like you said, we all have been hurt and I got a couple of um you know, uh, when you told me what the topic was, I got, you know, like just a couple of scriptures, like, you know, just to encourage or whatever, but Mm -hmm. yeah, like, um, you know, I have been hurt, you know, uh, you know, going through, you know, things and trauma in my life and, Mm -hmm. uh, hurt me to the core, you know, but I couldn't, as I got older and as I got wiser, I couldn't continue to take that pain. You know, and that's why, you know, the word of God has said, cast all your burdens upon me and I will give you rest. You know, so we are not supposed to be holding on to anything even though it hurts us and you know, that uh, those people or that individual may have done us so much wrong. We Mm. cannot hold on to what they did. We have to forgive them. Yes. Miserable, you're going to be stressful and those people you know, um, Beating went on, and you're still holding on to that, and and they already is going on with their life, you know, and that's like I like what you said that it is for us, you know, forgiveness it it is for us, you know, because you know like I like we was just uh talking about, you know, you you cannot hold on uh to those things that people has done, you know, and you have to let you have to let it go, and don't you know God would give. He'll give you a season because he, even though he, he know we supposed to do it, Nate, he will still give us a season for us to deal with our issues. And then when we see them individuals again, we'll Mm -hmm. be like, ain't nothing, never happened. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. He he built us up for those moments. Yeah. Yeah. To give us a little bonus. Yes. Okay. So now just for a minute, let's talk about forgiveness. I truly believe that healing starts with forgiveness. You don't have to forget, but you do need to be able to forgive in order to move on. We want God to forgive us whenever we hurt him. So why can't we forgive someone who has hurt us? Remember, you don't have to forget. We're all human. We're not going to forget, but you do have to be willing to forgive. And because you don't forget, you can take those lessons that you learned from that hurt and it can help you throughout the rest of your life. It can help you in other situations. Don't take that remorse that you are harboring from that hurt into your future relationships because it's not fair to other people. As bad as I was hurt from my first marriage, I refuse to take that same hurt into my new marriage because my husband didn't deserve anything that I was to bring into the new marriage. And it doesn't even have to be with a significant other. It can be with a, say for instance, a job, you got hurt. Someone hurt your feelings on a job or you lost that job in a hurtful way. God blesses you with a new job. Don't take those old feelings from where you were hurting from that first job that you lost or that hurt that you uh, came in contact with from that first job. Don't take that into your new job because it's not fair to the people that you are coming in contact with or the people that you are working with or whatever the case may be. Don't take those past feelings of remorse into that new job because it's not fair to them and it's not fair to you. We have to be open to for- to forgiveness. Our hearts have to be open. Uh, we need to be clean. I mean, it's just a good feeling to be able to forgive something or someone and move on because guess what? If you don't, you are the one that's going to be miserable and you are the one that's going to suffer. Okay, now in doing my research, I came across eight steps to healing your broken heart. And I give this research credit to lifehopeandtruth.com. So the first step, number one, you want to ask God why. We naturally want to know why. There are several scriptures that will give you an answer, but you may not truly know why until God is ready to reveal it to you. It's not on our time. It's on God's time. Number two, avoid thinking, what's the use? Don't give into that mindset. It's what is known as the hot side of depression. A broken heart will change you, but it doesn't have to be destructive. God can heal. I'm sorry. God can help you avoid falling into the pit of self-destructive behaviors. And if you have already fallen in, he can help you climb out. We all know depression is real. And we all know that God is really the only... God is truly the only one that can bring you up out of the depression. So we just have to allow him to do that. Number three, move forward. Yes, you need to grieve, but don't get stuck on rehashing what can't be changed. Refocus and leave behind anything that will keep you in the past. And I just got to talking about that. We cannot bring past hurt into the future. We cannot bring past hurt into new relationships because we are going to continue to make ourselves miserable and we are going to make the people who we are with, we are going to make our future miserable. And that's not something that we want. We're not trying to start off on that on that foot. Number four, pray often. If you are not sure how to pray, that's okay. Just simply talk to God Pour out your heart to him, and I guarantee you he will listen. Number five, saturate your mind with scriptures about comfort, help, love, strength, hope, and peace. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lead not on your own understanding. In doing my research, I found out that 1 John is known as the book in the Bible of love. You can read that just like you can read a love story. Number six, meditate. A broken heart requires spiritual help. Godly, med- I'm sorry, godly meditation is spiritual medicine for your healing. Number seven, discover your purpose in life. Your purpose for being alive is greater than you could ever imagine. Once you form a relationship with God, you will begin to realize your purpose, each and every one of us has a purpose here on earth. God made each and every one of us unique and individual. We may not know what our purpose is ever. We may not know what our purpose is until we meet God, but just know that we all have a purpose here on earth. The last one, number eight, believe that the best is yet ahead. There is a better world coming. Jesus Christ is our King. Nothing that we have experienced in this life, good or bad, can compare to what is coming. Jesus truly does heal the brokenhearted. He can begin healing your heart if you would just let him.
1: Uh, We were, we were riding in the car and, and I'm telling you, not even knowing that you, you know, was going to send me the topic of brokenhearted. And don't you know that we were discussing this the other day? about a couple of days ago about you know and he did and he did mention um you know he said bae you know people um they can hurt you he said but yo your objective is you have to forgive them but no you're not going to get and 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 it it does it comes to make you stronger you know because you know you're not going to handle you know certain situations like you used to because you know uh, and also hurt people, hurt people. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And 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 that's what I when I was uh you know uh, uh, uh studying on you know uh some of, on some of this stuff, you mm-hmm. know that's what came to me about you know hurt people, hurt people. And exactly. one thing that stuck out to me is that no, you cannot take your pain, you know, into the next chapter of your life. You know mm-hmm. why? Because those old people that was in your past they gave you pain. Don't you know that God would allow you to deal with new, you know, people and then some of those old people as well. But he yeah. he he will allow new people to, you know, to come across your path, you know, and you you cannot take all of the uh, the agony and the pain that you went through in your past because it can negatively affect your future. It can. <laughs> and it, it can, can, and how can it affect your future? Because you know, you can start treating people with um, with anger, you know, mm-hmm. self hatred, uh, being ugly to them, you know, um, having an attitude, and you know, what I'm saying um, it's so much stuff that conflict with that pain. But it you, does. but you're not even realizing that you haven't even dealt with that pain. So mm-hmm. what you're doing is you're steadily Um, uh, moving that pain forward in in your life instead of a, you know, like we say, uh, you just talking about the pray, you know, you have to pray and you have to get to yourself because I've done this so many times, you know, yeah. get to yourself and you have to ask God, look, God, I don't know how to do this. You know, um, um, this is, you know, this is a uh, 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 me in so many ways. I don't I don't yeah. want to hurt nobody. I don't want to do nobody wrong. But this is, you know, I'm dealing with this because the pain is so deep. You know, mm-hmm. if you do, you have to you uh, uh, read your word. You have to even fast, you know, because mm-hmm. if, you, if you are a believer, you got to have a fasted life. But what you I'm do. saying is that, you know, you, you have to get in your word and You know, and just encourage yourself just like David did. David encouraged himself in the Lord, you know, and and we have to encourage ourselves, Mm. you know, so that we would not conflict other people's lives because you don't want to go around hurting anybody because you is so full of, you know, pain and you're dealing with those issues and you haven't dealt with them yet and and Mm -hmm. you're and uh uh and you're seeing them you know progress they're not decreasing they are increasing so we gotta we have to be careful with that you know because we cannot go around hurting people and thinking that everybody is going to do the same thing that that person or those people did that's that's not true because god did not make everybody to be ugly to you mean to you there is some uh some very, very nice people out in this world, they are not out to get you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. So something that I wanted to share with you guys, broken hearted does not always have to be from a past relationship, a past spouse, um, a significant other, whatever the case may be. Brokenhearted can be like I said. You got hurt on a job. You got hurt by a friend that you truly thought your that was your friend, and some kind of way um, the relationship blew up. Whatever the case may be, Um, and a big one for me is what I would like to call church hurt. If you are a church goer and you have been going to church all your life, even if you've only been going to church a couple of years, it really doesn't matter. We're all going to church with these people who we think love us and we love them and we're all serving the same God. But when you get hurt at church, it's a different kind of hurt. But we first have to remember that we are all humans first and we all make mistakes and we all say and do things that are not always right. Nobody's perfect, but God We're striving to get there. We're striving to be perfect, but nobody is perfect. So we're all going to make mistakes and we're all going to say things that we shouldn't say and things that we don't mean. But when you do it to someone that you're going to church with and the hurt happens at church or within your church family, that is a different kind of hurt. It hurts so bad. And sometimes it hurts to the point to where you don't even want to go back to church. You don't even want to see those people. You might run into them at Walmart and you go down another aisle because you don't run into them. You don't want to run into them because that hurt really stung. So just open up your mind and think about other things besides uh being brokenhearted from a uh past relationship. It could be any type of hurt securities
1: that they have that they have not let go and they carry that weight passing it down to others because they are still dealing with past hurt that they have not you know let go out of their lives and Mm -hmm. oh my god you know i mean this is like We could talk all day about this, but I know we can't (laughs) because I got to do something. So do you. But, you know, this I mean, just dealing with this pain and and me, you know, as myself, you know, I have dealt with a lot of pain, especially in my teenage years, uh, my 20 years, not really so much in my 30s, but a lot of in my teenage years and a lot of my 20s. You know, I dealt with a lot, you know, of pain and it just wasn't like, Oh, it was just so stretched out. It was like mm-hmm. back to back pain. It was like, you know, when I leave out of something, I'm going into something else. And I was like, man, you know, you get to yourself and you be like, God, why? Why am I, you know, uh, uh, dealing with this? And, you know, you heard in church, oh, you can't ask God questions. No, that is mm-hmm. not the truth. Mm-mm. That is not the truth. God wants us not. to talk to him. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's right there with us because yeah. he comes to comfort us. Exactly. So, you know, I mean... Uh, I'll be like, you know, just crying and sobbing, you know, like after I leave out of this hurt, I'm going into this pain, you know, after this trauma, I'm going into this next trauma and it was just like ongoing. You know, yeah. and so that's why I can I can relate to when it comes down to being broken hearted, when it comes down to being hurt, you know, because like in Psalms 34 and 18, it says the Lord is close to the brokenhearted, and he saves those who is crushed in spirit and mm-hmm. the good news through you may feel defeated. God is closer than you realize he is always with you and oh. and can heal your heart so you know that's what I wasn't allowing God to do I wasn't allowing him to heal me that's why I can talk about bringing your pain to different scenarios because that's what I was doing and and I really didn't even realize you know what I'm saying because we don't go to school for this you know Mm-mm. this is like our everyday lives. we're not going it to is. classes to, to how to deal with people you are just doing it the best way you can and you're, you're holding on to that pain you know because you know it, it 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 may feel like you know you may feel like that pain is a part of your life but god is saying no you know no. What i'm saying i want i want to heal you of that broken hearted and we yeah. can be healed. we 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 can you know um get rid of our issues and live you know a normal life we can do that but you have to be willing you know to give it to god you got to be willing to let it go and not allow mm-hmm. it to,
0: fe- to affect you you do So today, we have a special guest, and that is none other than my oldest child, my only son, Jatavium Simmons. Now, we will from time to time invite people to be a part of our podcast as a special guest. I hope to bring my other children onto the podcast, as well as my mom, my two brothers, my daughter-in-law, my husband has already told me he don't think he can do it, but I'm praying in the future he will change his mind. Crystal may even have people that she wants to invite onto the podcast to be a special guest. It may even be you, so if you are interested in being a special guest on our podcast, please leave us some feedback on Facebook or Instagram. We would definitely make it happen. Now y'all may hear me call him "Son or Tay during this interview because that is his nickname. I very seldom call him by his government name. So I'm going to let him introduce himself to you. Tay, you can give a little bit of your background, Talk about your family, a testimony, your upbringing, your military career, anything that God has done for you. So son, I will give you the floor and let you come in your very own way. Okay, you guys, this is just a little disclaimer. Uh, please bear with us on this for these next few minutes because um, while editing this, I realized that it was a lot of... Background noise and feedback, and that was simply because all three of us were uh recording from different places on our phone. I mean I'm in Jasper Crystals in Dallas, and my son is in Houston, so just bear with us a little bit um turn your volume up, whatever you have to do, so that you'll be able to hear him. Um, and I realized that I was a lot louder than everybody else because my volume was up really high. So, again, I do apologize for these next few minutes, but just bear with us because it got good.
2: Um, yeah, um, my name is Damian Simmons. Simmons, um, 25, I'm the oldest of three. Um, I have two kids, four years old, and um, one, one years old, so just start one. On the 8th of uh, uh, August. Um, I've been, I grew up in church all my life. I'm a military brat. And the word is just unfamiliar with it. Um, I sometimes I minister to my co workers that was kind of a military. I would talk to them well, about my upbringing to church and everything.
0: I, made a lot of friends. I can hear you. Is that better? Yeah.
2: All right. Um, I was saying that the subject I can really relate to it today because uh, while uh in my in the military, I had a lot of heartbreak. Me and my wife was going through a lot uh, towards the end of my end of my service. Uh, we had a miscarriage
0: mm-hmm. while I was
2: overseas in uh, Germany, and um, I'm not going to speak bad about the military, but I do have my own opinions about it, and the way that mm-hmm. they handled the situation, it wasn't really the best they could have did, in my opinion, mm-hmm. and um, I was, I was uh, heartbroken for, for a long time. Um, I, I still am today. I just know how to handle it better. Um, yeah. Earlier you were talking, um, Miss Miss Crystal was talking about uh, you have to forgive and I have forgiven, but it's something mm-hmm. that I'm not going to forget because it's, it's nobody, nobody can forget. Nobody can fully heal or forget about losing a child like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I just, I, I just, I deal with it. I talk mm-hmm. to the Lord. I pray about it because sometimes it still gets to me. But Mm. I know that there's no mistakes, and I know the Lord does things for a reason, which is why Mm -hmm. I believe that him blessing me with my little uh, baby girl is, is, uh, my wife calls it a rainbow baby. Mm. (laughs) um, Mm. I don't don't know if he was testing us, or if it was just, I guess it was a test, like testing our faith. Because he did give me my little girl back. He did. Yeah. I mean, it still does get to me because that is another. It's another child and on his own. But I do. I do believe the Lord gave me uh, my child back after testing yeah. us to see how, how far our faith goes. Mm-hmm. Um. But um, I mean Yeah. I don't know, I kinda got choked up on it, I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs>
0: but yeah. It's That's
1: okay. The,
2: the you subject.
0: don't realize how many people you have. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: The sub the subject is, is a real good one today, and I'm glad you picked it today. Because um, my little girl, um, she also has to get uh surgery next week. Yeah uh, she has a heart. Lord is again testing me, testing on my faith again and my wife's faith again. Yeah. And um, I'm not going to say it's not hard, but I do trust him and I believe not, and I believe what he's doing is for a reason. And I'm not going to mm-hmm. question him. I'm not going to ask him why we're we going through this again because my son. My, my uh, four-year-old he was born premature six uh four months early actually yeah and uh, he had to stay in the nikki for two months exactly so it's it's a test after a test after a test mm-hmm. and i thank the lord for that because every test has made me stronger and i know in order in order for you to be ready to go to heaven and do him he has to refine you
0: yeah.
2: which means Go through the fire. Like when you when you get cold, you have to put fire to it to make mm-hmm. it a And I feel like that's what he's doing with me and my wife in this situation right now, because like I said, went through my with with my son through his premature upbringing and not thinking he was going to make it in NICU. Yeah, got that, got that out of the way. My dog, my, my wife had a, a miscarriage while I was overseas. Mm-hmm. We got through that. And he bust us with a, a another a, um, another baby girl, got th- got through that, and now she's gonna have, she's having to have heart surgery. Yeah. Week. So, like I said, I don't question him. I know he don't make no mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is heartbreaking. I mean, can you relate? Can you understand? It is heartbreaking to have to go through that over and over again. Yes. But but as I said, he's refining us, and I appreciate him, and I thank the Lord for that
1: yeah
2: because, I mean, God I am, I am stronger than I am stronger than, than what I used to be
0: yeah
2: a <laughs> when I had left uh, home and went to the military I couldn't find the church for a long time and I feel like he was trying and I feel like he was testing me then just to see if I still had it had, had love for him in my heart like I used like I had uh before I left
0: yeah
2: and I want to say, my love for the Lord is stronger than it was when I first left home. Going through mm. those trials and tribulation, and being in the military has made me and my wife stronger together, actually. We've been together for 11 years and married for six. Yeah. Been with my wife since middle school. Wow. And I could just, there's nothing really much I can say.
0: That's a blessing. We been through That's a lot a together, and I,
2: and I appreciate the Lord for giving me a, a God-fearing wife praying mm-hmm. wife she's been praying she all she does is listen she, she's been listening to church music all week mm-hmm. <laughs> she's because she, she knows what's coming and she knows she knows how to prepare for the situation we like i said we've been through them three two times already so she knows yeah. how to prepare herself and cope with the situation because she gets it, she gets anxiety when this happens mm-hmm. but i don't know if she knows it but she is the one that keeps this family together yeah i know i know i'm the man that goes out and work and provide and everything. But my wife is the one that keeps this family together. That's she'll see when I'm down and she'll tell me, oh, have you prayed today? And no, <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> so i probably need to go pray.
0: Wow. That's a blessing,
2: It's like we, it's like we, um, hold on, JV. It's like we, um, we know when each other's tank is empty. Mm. I'll see she's stressed out about something, mm. and I'll help her with it. And she'll see I'm kind of upset or stressed out about something, and she'll remind me, you know, this is happening for this reason, or this happened happening for that reason. Yeah. So we just compliment each other, and I appreciate that about my wife.
0: That, that is beautiful. beautiful. Wow. And I'm kind like... all
2: over the place. My bad. Go ahead, mom
0: No, you're okay. You're not all over the place. Um, do you remember how old you were when you received the
2: Holy Um I believe I was 11 when I mm-hmm. heard it went to Arkansas on the um on the um it's like a youth it's like yeah. a, youth it was a youth church it was in Arkansas <laughs> and what and the, the funny story about that is when I first got it I I've been wearing glasses forever you know that
0: mama. Yeah um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> when I got when I got done um, shouting and speaking in tongues, I opened my eyes thinking I was gonna see clear.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you did see clear, but it was just another <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah, I remember that. I
2: remember that like it was yesterday. But yeah, that was the first time he was in Arkansas on a youth revival trip. That's
0: crazy because I wasn't able to be with him because, like he said, he was all the way in Arkansas. So it was a group of the elders had took a group of the teenagers to the conference, but of course they called me and they were like, "He got it, he got it," and I was like, "Oh my God, he got the Holy Ghost!" Yeah, <laughs> that was funny. That was a cute story. But um, you know what, Tay, the whole time he was talking, yes, you um. When you decided to choose a girlfriend, not when you decided to choose a wife, but when you decided to choose a girlfriend, you allowed God to help you in that process. You chose somebody that you were going to be able to grow with long term, not just choosing a girlfriend for that period of time, but somebody that you could grow with long term because of the type of person that you have always been in. Um, you chose somebody that was similar to what you were used to meaning your mom. You was used to me being a certain way, and you wanted somebody that you could grow with to be used to what you were used to growing up with, because I couldn't see you with anybody with a different personality than what your wife has, if that makes sense. I knew Mm -hmm. from when you were a child what type of man you were going to be, because that's what you were. That's what I saw with you. You couldn't be anybody else. You've Mm -hmm. never been the wild child. You've never been the party boy. You've never given me any real trouble. You know, we might have had a little back talk here and there, you know, when he was growing up, but nothing that we couldn't handle. And sometimes my girls, they'll be like, Mama, just admit it. Tay, hey, your favorite child. No. My answer to that is no. I don't play favorites with my children. But mm-hmm. I will say that Tay has never given me any problems growing up. I didn't mm-hmm. have to chastise him for misbehaving or talking back. He's always just been a model child and did whatever I told him to do. He mm-hmm. always said yes, ma'am and no, ma'am, and he's definitely a model <laughs> boy. So I thank God for that. I mean, there's nothing else I can say on that because out of three children, I mm-hmm. thank God that I have never had any major problems. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to lie to you and tell you either one of them may cause me some sleepless nights. But overall, I have some good children. And yeah. I think that. Yeah. Yeah. have anything to say to Tay's
1: um, testimony and comments? Oh, my God. I mean, Tay, I commend you um, You know, for sharing your story because uh, uh, I don't know if y'all knew, but uh, um, that was about three years ago, me and... Uh, my husband, miscarried, Carrie. Mm. And uh, that was something that I just, you know, not really a lot of people knew, you know, and for him to come out and I really never just came out and talked about that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, for, for Tay to come out and talk about that, I commend you, you know, for yeah. doing that because, you know, some people not saying that I couldn't talk about it, you know, but um, it was a very, like, very few at that time you know, uh, that I shared, you know, that with, you know, it was, it was a crying moment. I cried, you know, Michael, I know he cried to himself because this would have been our first job, but yeah. anyway, um, yeah. So, you know, I commend Tay for, you know, for talking about that, um, you know, the moment that him and his wife went through that and, you know, y'all, y'all came through that, you know, so mm. that is so you know, while you were sitting here talking, I was like, wow, it re- you know, it, ha- it had me to reflect back about three years ago when we had experienced that, you mm-hmm. know. And, um, I mean, everybody just handled things differently, you yeah. know, and I prayed about it. And, you know, I had people that I knew that would pray for me, you know, uh, to for me to overcome. And I did, you know, all of the clothes. And let me tell you how I did it, y'all. All <laughs> of the clothes that I had. Uh, It was a very good friend of mine. I drove all the way um, to Louisiana. Mm
2: -hmm. And
1: uh, I gave her every last bit of them clothes. Mm. You know, and that was my way of getting over that. You know, because I was like, why would I keep the, you know, no, I'm not going to keep the clothes in the house. You know, I gave her everything because she was having a girl. Yeah, (laughs) And so and I thank God because there was. That was me overcoming that. Michael, he he did, you know. Um, and I still couldn't kind of tell, you know, because you know Michael just, Lord, he could he could <laughs> be very very quiet. You never know what, you know, sometimes. But you know, we got over that, you know. Now nah, it has been that was in 2019. It's been, you know, all of this time, and you know, um, we have a, you know, a lot we have went on, you know. I'm yeah. like, if it, it looks. If God do it again, he do. If he don't, I'm not <laughs> tripping. <laughs> you know, so, but I commend Tay, you know, and then for him, you know, because also, how can you love your wife if you don't love God? Mm. And a lot of men, you know, they 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 have, uh, you know, insecurities and, you know, and they be treating their wives bad, but, you know, Tay had you know he have a relationship and yeah. that's the beauty of it because and also he have a good relationship with you mm-hmm. and so many many men you know what i'm saying to this day he, they don't even realize that if when they treat their mothers very well mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying you know and if they desire a wife you know god would allow them to meet their wife and yeah. you know tay 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 is just a you ain't even got to table no more about tay i already know tay i'm serious you know but tay tay is um you know he's a very humble person you know and 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 i just i'm grateful for you even sharing your story because at the same time you know you are helping you know another uh young man that may listen to this podcast you know you have to be able to stick in there with your uh with your wife. Y'all are a young couple, mm-hmm. and you know, and y'all are striving. And even though y'all going through some things, guess what y'all doing? Y'all are standing together. That's yes. the that's the 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 main event of it all. That y'all standing in there together. Your wife is encouraging you. You is encouraging her. And I like the part when you say uh, your wife know when you're dealing with something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you really have to know somebody to know. When they're dealing with something, and and yes. that's what a lot of people don't realize, you know, when when you are really close and connected, and y'all supposed to be together, you're going to pick what you know what your other significant other is going through, you yes. know. And so it's it's a beautiful thing, and I thank you, Tay, for sharing that your um your testimony. It blessed yes, me.
0: That is yes, that is a blessing. Wow. Now, now Tay, I did have a couple of questions for you. Did you have something else, son? Um,
2: no, I can't, you know, you know, how oh, okay. I when I talk, <laughs> you know, how you I get choked I up like your mom, <laughs> I get <does>. choked up, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I mean, but no, I mean, it's just the subject really just fit today, especially what we were uh, going through and uh, we're about to go through right now. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah,
0: God know what he was doing when I was doing my research and I said, okay, this is the week that we're going to do this. Because we were going to do it last Sunday before you had to work, but God knew exactly I, what He was doing.
2: That's probably why I wasn't supposed to do it uh, last Sunday because the message didn't fit with what I'm going through. So
0: exactly, right. mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, I did have a couple of questions for, for you. Uh, yes. So think back. Remember when you was in grade school? It was probably about the fourth or the fifth grade, and the kids would call you church boy. <laughs> did that bother you? Or did you take it as a compliment? Um,
2: well, I didn't really, it didn't really bother me because, well, okay, let me, let me say that again. It did bother me.
0: Okay. It
2: did bother me. But now that I look at it, it doesn't, it didn't bother me as much because I understand why they did that.
0: Mm-hmm. So it at the time like, when you was in it, it bothered you because
2: you were so young. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was. Yeah. Nobody likes, nobody likes to be bullied, you know?
0: yeah because um, it was a form of bullying it was nobody, but
2: nobody likes to be picked on because of what they got on or just anything. period nobody likes to be bullied. so yeah it did bother me yes ma'am yeah but now that you've gotten older
0: you don't take it like that
2: no no i, I know why they, i know exactly why they did it now because yeah, they yeah they didn't have what i had growing up exactly how i was how how i was raised and how i am and how proper i spoke how mm-hmm. i spoke i used to carry my bible to school you remember that
1: mm-hmm, Yeah, and that's (laughs) the reason
2: why I asked you that.
0: That's exactly why I asked you that because I never knew if it actually bothered you, but I knew why they were doing it because I was grown, so I understood it, but you didn't. But yeah, like you said, you carried your Bible to school, you dressed a certain way. I mean, your your shirt was tucked inside your pants, you know, in the fourth and fifth grade. That's not something that yeah, yeah, most that most boys do right at that age. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny now thinking back, but yeah. that goes back to what I was saying. I knew, I knew from the moment that he was born, he was yeah. going to be a different type of kid, a different type of man. And I and I thank God for that because he was never the, it um, wasn't the normal. Teenage boy that you would uh, that crazy about girls or crazy about the next for Jordans or wanting to go out on Friday or Saturday night. Don't get me wrong; he did like tennis shoes eventually, and he loved his video games, and he still do. Okay. But it was just something special about mm-hmm. him, you know, from a young age. Yeah. Okay. And the other question that I had for you was not really a question, but it's more of a statement that I want you to um, um, expand on. So think back to November 2015. You remember what happened in November
2: 2015?
0: Yes, ma'am. Okay. You were a junior in high school. My dad, your papa, unexpectedly passed away. How did that affect the remainder of your junior year? Because I know you were definitely broken hearted. So, how did that affect the remainder of your junior year, and how has it made you stronger now that you're 25 years old with family of your own? Um.
2: Well, I mean, like you said, I was I was very broken hearted. Um, I, I don't even remember a day for the rest of that year that I um, didn't cry because mm-hmm. I was. I mean. Yeah, it was just, it was a it was a crazy time from when it happened. Mm-hmm. I was finally, I was getting ready to, you know, decide I wanted to do the rest of my life. I wanted to tell him about it. Um, It was just a, it was just a hard time. It and, was. Uh, how, how it made me stronger. I feel like after he passed. It's like he. It's I seen him in my. I seen him in my dreams a couple times. Mm-hmm. And um, I I, I remember I want. I remember one specific dream. He uh, all he said was uh, or let go, or it's time to go, or something in those words. Mm-hmm. Because I had been holding on. It, it, it I had been holding on to that hurt for a long time. I say, all the way into my first duty station, mm-hmm. uh, in the army, so Fort Sill yeah. in Oklahoma, um and I remember him saying, let go or it's time to go and he just walked away and yeah. after that, I stopped hurting as much because I had a, my wife and we were getting ready to have my son
0: mm-hmm. and I had
2: to focus on that because I guess he was saying, you know, it's time to take care of your family you gotta let me go yeah. you, you can't hold on to me for you can't hold on to me any longer because I have to go you know what I'm saying he had to, yeah. he had to go because when you, when you pass away, you your work's not finished. You have, have going to heaven, and you can do other works. And I and it was. I feel like he was telling me he had to go, and I had to go my way. You know, yeah. He had to go do what he had to do, and I had to do what I had to do. that exactly. And after that, I, it just it was just easier. Yeah. You know, dealing with it because it was him telling me it's time to let go. So that made me pretty stronger, and mm-hmm. I guess it, it played a part in who I am today, how I feel about my family, and. Yeah.
0: You know, and the reason why I asked you that is because I know it was uh it was rough on everybody because everybody had their own different kind of relationship with um with papa because I was the only girl in the baby and he treated me just like I was one of the boys because I had two other brothers. He didn't treat me like I was fragile, he didn't treat me like I was a girl. He made me do the same stuff that my brothers did. So everybody had their own special relationship with him. And because he passed away so unexpectedly, it was like, it was like a big tree had been uprooted out of the ground that had been in the yard forever, you know. Mm -hmm. And it took all of us a long time to process that. And uh, one of the things that Tay did for my mom to help her get through that rough patch is it it was one of the most special things that she'll probably never forget for the rest of her life. Um, Can you remember how you uprooted and you moved in with Granny after Papa died to help her get through those days? I remember I mean, that was a reward for me because I'm used to having my children in the house. with me, I was the type of mom that did not go to sleep until I knew all of my kids was at home safe in their bed. Mm-hmm. And at the time, he was working at Walmart. So, I he when he get off work at Walmart, he would go to my mom's house because that's where he was living at the time. So I still need to know that he had made it to my mom's house before I was able to, you know, get a good night's sleep. So yeah, that was that was a rough time, but we got through it, and we're still getting through it. Uh, Chris, do you have anything else for Tay before we? Uh, finish up this podcast or anything oh. else you want to say period
1: i mean well i just uh also want to relate you know to tell you about um uh me you know i lost my i lost my dad uh back in 2018 and uh uh it was that was really hard for me you know and then really uh me me being the baby of uh all of you know that side of the family i was the baby and you could have kind of say like i was like an outcast Mm -hmm. you know but it's it's all good but what i'm saying is that you know that was like a really um really hurtful uh stage point in my life because you know me and my daddy was you know we we really had a very good relationship you know i went to daddy about You know, things that I I just would not share with my mama, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, and so he was always the one that was there, you know, to, you know, to help me, you know, to get to those, get through those uh, hard things I was going. Matter of fact, I took my husband to, you know, to way to Port Arthur to go meet him. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, Michael asked him, you know, for uh, my hand in marriage and my Mm -hmm. daddy approved it quickly, you know, because he 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 fell in love with, you know, Michael and, you know, uh, stuff like that. But I can relate to that, you know, because um, that was a very, you know, hurting uh, point in my life as well. And I'm still how I deal with my dad. I mean, deal with my grief. I listened to my daddy was a, a quartet singer. Mm-hmm. And he sung all over the world. You know, uh, he met so many people. And that's what I find um, myself in, you know, is singing. And singing yeah. really, it gets me over pain. But I listen to Cortez songs all the yeah. time when I'm, mm-hmm. when I'm, you know, when I'm thinking about him. I'm listening to the songs, all of the singers, the Lee, uh, Lee Williams and the Canton Spirituals. He knew all of those people. Yeah, You know, and stuff like that. And so, you know, I listen to those songs. And, and I'm going to tell you, it really, you know, gets me through the tough times when, you know, I'm thinking about him. And I know the word mm-hmm. of God say, uh, God give us 70 days to grieve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But we, you'll never forget your loved ones. Never. You'll never forget them, you know, because that was, that was people that was on the earth, you know, that you share with. So it's just. Yeah. And it's like, you know, uh, y'all still, you know, maybe dealing with it or whatever, you know. We are, my husband is. My husband mm-hmm. is his mama, you know, yeah. uh, almost. I asked him that what day before yesterday. He missed her. I mean, yeah. and that's just somebody, you know, that you can't never replace your parents. Never, You know, you can't never. I don't care. That can be your godmother, your godfather, or, you know, just like Tay with you know, he had a good relationship with his you know, um, God, I mean, uh-huh. grandfather. Yeah, mm-hmm. so at the same time, you know, we all grieve, you know, but um, what I love about God is that when we when we come to him and we are grieving about anything, he always comforts us.
0: He does. <laughs> he does. He
1: always comforts us. Yes. yes, and sometimes
0: he'll even send
1: somebody to help us get through that. Come on, yes, he will. Mm-hmm. He did he that will. for me
0: just the other day. Yes, <laughs> so when I we know, least expect it. when when we least expect it you are so right well (laughs) son I would like to thank you so much for being our special guest today I love you so much and I really appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to share your heart do you have any final thoughts or comments that you would like to share son
2: um yes ma'am thank you for allowing me to be on the podcast when you said you was going to do it I said I want to be the first guest I appreciate (laughs) you for letting me be the first guest um, I do re- I do have a request that you put my wife on the next time. oh yes, definitely. I sure had already I had
0: already made my little out.
2: <laughs> and um um uh, I don't really have any final words. Uh I just thank you and I thank the Lord. Yes. And I thank the Lord for you and I thank you, Miss Crystal.
1: Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you
0: as well. Yes, I love my baby. Yes. Okay, so, uh, Crystal, if you don't have anything else, I'm going to ask that you uh, pray us out and make sure we uh, send up special prayer for my baby. Uh, yes. I she will, will be having surgery on Wednesday morning. Okay. And Lord bless me and my husband will be going down to Houston on Tuesday night so that we'll be there, be there. I'm sorry, so that we will be able to be there with him on Wednesday morning.
1: Okay, okay okay Father God I just thank you I thank you Father for everything that you have done Lord for all three of us today God I thank you Lord for allowing God this broadcast God to be a blessing Father to so many people and Father God I ask God that you will continue Father God to allow this, this podcast to be a blessing to so many people Lord God Lord I thank you Father for what you're doing in this season of our lives I thank you God that you is transforming us I thank you Lord for renewing us God I thank you Lord for allowing us God to to step in to new things that we have never experienced before God. Lord I thank you Father God for Tay and I thank you for his wife God and I ask you right now Father God Yes. That you will, Father God, comfort them during this troubling time, God. You is the healer. Father God, you is the one that healed thee. You can do anything but fail, God. We hold up, God, the baby up to you, God. We hold her up right now. And we ask you right now, as we touch and agree, you say when two or three is touching in agreement, gathered in your name. Father God, you said that you will be in the midst. And Father God, we know that you have her. We know that the surgery, God that it is going to go through fine father God we thank you for the angels going before her right now yes. father God we thank you father God that she's going to live father God to, to talk about this testimony God Lord I thank you God for comfort in these parents hearts I thank yes. you God for comfort in the grandparents hearts and that everybody yes, that love her father in the name of Jesus in oh God I thank Jesus. you God for good reports I thank you father God for moving in the doctor's hands God that yes. you would direct their hands oh god in the name of jesus oh god we thank jesus. you right now we yes. give you praise and we give you glory for yes. for the for the good news that you is going to have to come out of this god and yes. father god we cannot thank you enough and we just give you glory praise and honor on this blessed sunday
0: in jesus yes, name in amen jesus. amen well thank you guys for joining <laughs> us please continue to tune with, tune in with us and share this podcast with someone else until next time be blessed and love you
1: love y'all
0: love y'all be blessed love you until next time i'll leave you with this god is in control
1: god
0: is in control No matter what the people say, God is in control. Be blessed.